This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since Corny made Antonio sleep on that tiny couch in Spain. And I'm Kyle and you know, Kim, there's a lot to unpack here. So we're going to move on. <laughs> going to move right on. We're going to keep moving and keep not talk about moving. the all the interesting parts. Yep. This week we were forced to relive the most irritating moments of season seven. <laughs> we watched clips for 40 minutes. <laughs> And we got zero questions answered that we actually care about. Like, are Mike and Natalie together? Did you cheat on her? (laughs) Is Angela going to bring Michael here despite the travel ban? Anything about Blake and Jasmine whatsoever? (laughs) None of our questions were answered. But Why do you look like a white walker? (laughs) Sean Robinson, you're 57 years old. Why have you still not aged a single day? You know what we did learn about? What? Why Tanya broke her leg and why she likes armpit hair. We learned a fucking lot about Sinjin's armpit hair. We really did. It's very soft. Very soft, apparently. It's like to twirl it. It's like to twirl it. (laughs) This was the Tanya and Sinjin show, as we probably expected. I think they got the most buzz from any couple this season. Um, I was appalled at the sex round table that occurred at the very beginning of the episode. God, it was, they were almost about to break out into a drum circle of love. <laughs> Not because of any moral high ground, just because like, I don't want to know that Anna bangs Marcel when her kids go to school every day. Just a little tap, tap, tap on the headboard. What was Marcel's joke? Like the trees were shush, 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 It's like, what? Leaves. Fall down. <laughs> Anna? Yes. Bees. <laughs> I want kiss you. <laughs> For everybody that is complaining about Sean Robinson, I will tell you that the network is supporting whatever it is she's doing. She has very explicit rules to follow. And TLC, this is what TLC wants from her. That's why this is what we're getting. If she was not doing what the network wanted, she would have been fired. So I know that the fans are extremely irritated, but they're doing this on purpose. Yeah, I don't she, know what she, that purpose is. But. She has no control. It's not that like she writes the questions or anything. She has cue cards right in her hand. And the they whole clearly, time. they definitely have topics to stay away from. And if they, you know, tend towards these topics, steer away or move on. Also remember that they're making... So we're starting to... Meta note. (laughs) We are starting to record this before we watch part two. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go over a lot of the stuff that happened in part one. And then we're going to take a break, come back for part two. You're not going to know the difference. So at this point... What you're listening to, we have only watched part one. Part two has already started, but we're just waiting for the commercials to stop. And then Kim and I are going to watch it together. Yep. I forgot my point. So if if we're talking about something in this first half and you're like, but in part two, they oh. clarified, then it's because we haven't watched part two yet. That is true. What I was getting at is that we don't know exactly how long tonight's going to be because last time they snuck in that fucking nail show for, for the, like last the last 40 hour. Yeah. So this is going to be between three and four hours of content. <laughs> Keep in mind that they, they're filming for 
hours. Sometimes days. two days. Yeah. So that you strip down, there might be super dark shit that they just felt was too gnarly. And they might have cut it. There's also probably a lot of boring crap like Angela that they don't care about. Hitting Avery's mom in the face, or literally anything that Blake and Jasmine say might just get cut because it's yeah. boring as fuck and nobody cares. Jasmine has literally said nothing. No so words. We start out this tell. Well, she's a, she said a few. To be fair, she when we start out, and Sean Robinson's like, "You didn't even want to touch him. You just wanted to take a shower." I was like. That's what I want. That's after a normal, a long goddamn trip. person response. I don't want to be all sweaty and like plain gross. And what like, is she supposed to be? A horny thirteen-year-old boy? Yeah, exactly. Like, and Jasmine did not appreciate it. It was actually kind of funny. I thought Jasmine and Blake were styled well, aside from the contacts. Like, it's not my style, but they were coordinated. Juliana by far looked the best, clothes-wise. Well, that's not hard. Yeah, I know that's true. I thought Tanya looked great. Okay, can we talk about Tanya looking great? I know, just, just stop yelling at the podcast right now. I know that you all hate Tanya. She is beautiful. Like, she looked so fucking good. She looked great for Tanya. She She's really clearly did. lost some weight. She has really good skin. Skin's Her great. Skin she's poreless. Well, she's youthful looking. That's true. I don't know what fucking herbs she's putting on her face but they're working <laughs> whatever it is. She just she has really nice skin. How um, do you break your leg great. and get skinnier? I don't know, right? How does that happen? Most people break their leg. They can't exercise or do anything. They sit around. I would sit around and eat freaking candy all day. It would not be good. Um, Throw away this food. <laughs> Can we go through a few pieces of evidence before we get into yeah. the big stuff? We were wrong about Robert and Annie's wedding. Um, we were? I, well, I thought it was in a church. And it's not in a church, despite that pipe organ, which screamed Catholic church to me. Excuse me, what? That wasn't a church? No, it was some like all-inclusive wedding package place. But that could still be a church. It could maybe, but it's like it's more like a Vegas type chapel, yeah. like as a chapel, a church. I don't know. But apparently there's a bonus scene where they visited it. It was only a few hundred bucks for the whole wedding. I think it looked great for that much. What a bargain. If you're in, you're out in an hour. Yeah. Churn them out. Yeah, seriously. She looked beautiful. So back to the tell-all. What did you think about the entrances that did not? We didn't see any SUVs rolling yes! up. What did you? We what, didn't, did they cut it? Was there we, no yeah, budget? We didn't. We didn't get makeup. We didn't get clothing drama. Mm-mm. We didn't get uh, judgment from cast members in the green room. It we was disappointing. I'm not going to lie. The format was noticeably different than the last before the 90 tell-all, which was all behind the scenes fighting and drama and suburbans showing up. Literal fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting how different it was. Um, No, not a lot of intercast drama at all. Not really. Yet. Didn't Michael and Juliana arrive in a suburban though? One couple did. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he paid for that. He's <laughs> like, we're not walking through I mean, whatever they, neighborhood this is. Like, they had they had shots of them driving, but they didn't have the whole fucking like red carpet, but also in an alley <laughs> shots that they have usually. <laughs> like people in like their Gucci sunglasses, oh, like, like acting Darcy, all cool. Darcy getting out in full furs and high heels <laughs> on like a shitty scum covered sidewalk alley in Brooklyn. <laughs> or Pow and her like, tracksuit but it's like a sexy tracksuit uh-huh, uh-huh. like power written on the butt and it's like a crop top none of that no we just had people walking up 
like in their street clothes and then not doing anything to themselves before they appear on stage. We didn't really learn a lot. I usually you get like a little tidbit of what it's been like after the 90 days, but before the tell all, I found it interesting that we learned almost nothing about how it's been going for anyone except Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah, I know. It was we don't, surprising. There's no kind of follow-up. No. What's been happening in Is the it, last four months since we stopped filming? This, I don't know. It felt more like a recap. They're relitigating what happened yeah. on the show instead of telling us what we want to know. Like, are you together? Well, we'll come back to that. And then we don't. Yeah. They even made Tanya... With her busted leg, roll up on her little leg scooter. They didn't even get her a Suburban. That's pretty messed up. That's hilarious. So here's what we learned pregame. Robert believes that Annie is making this relationship difficult. Good. Uh, Michael doesn't want to talk about his divorce. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Sasha has no friends. Super shocker. Mm -hmm. Nobody supported Anna's wedding. Also, shocker of the century. Angela feels cheated, uh, but it's probably my cow's fault instead of the obvious. Uh, Tanya feels like she's the only one making money, which is... She doesn't feel like she is. is. She is. Literal objective fact. (laughs) That's just truth. Um, Maybe it's not Sinjin's truth, but it's it's It's, the truth. It's my truth. And Blake's friends are still butthurt because... Because I, it was not, fake, but apparently they're going to carry on this fake lie on social media. They say it's fake, and I don't believe that. They're butthurt because she's Finnish. Yeah. Um, I just really hope that TLC has learned their lesson about casting someone that doesn't speak any freaking English. It's not cute anymore. No. It's not compelling. It barely works with Karini. Yeah. And it, it worked with Karini because... It absolutely doesn't work with Marcel. It worked with Paul and Karini because Paul was... So, so weird, weird and funny that he would just start speaking in English to the camera, basically, <laughs> right in front of Karini, and it was hysterical. And he did really funny, like, hand gestures, yeah. which are now, like, memes forever of and 90 he all, Day. And he fucking emoted. Yeah. God. Ugh. Ugh. Mike has a hectic schedule on the tree farm doing, making p- pancakes and stuff. He almost stuff didn't and, come. He was very busy. Oh, super busy. I mean, if it was filmed around Christmas, I'd buy that because it's a tree farm. That's literally the only time he makes any money. Yeah, right. But it wasn't, right? It was filmed in like, actually, I think it was filmed around Christmas. Okay. Then, hey, legit. Maybe you should say that instead of being cryptic. Like well, because this is what I think. Because, spoiler, Natalie and Mike are on Happily Ever After and we've they've been spotted with film crews filming them in Seattle. I think that they're just trying to sell the mystery of their relationship so that people watch. I agree. And it pisses me off to see them trying to pitch this as they're not together. And things are so complicated. They're trying to make it seem like they don't even talk anymore. And this is the first time they've talked. She's going to get her. She's going to be on a fucking plane in a month with a. She probably even has a K1 right now. Yeah, that's true. Because how quickly is she arrived? I think probably end of January. So yeah, the time of this filming, she would have, it would have been maybe five weeks until. So we're going to cut in about 20 minutes to start watching part two. Mm -hmm. But here's my prediction. 
we're going to come back and say how <laughs> wrong how, how wrong Kyle was. <laughs> Hashtag Kyle always writes something. My prediction is the big drama bomb has nothing to do with him cheating at I all. I think it's more about his debt. I think it's going to be about the shit he said on Facebook. Like she's not exactly a Ferrari. I yeah, that's I a- think that's going to be it. Which that's not a great thing to say publicly about someone that you're supposed to want to marry. That's so shitty. Would you ever say that about your wife? No. No. Even if I believed it, which I don't, hashtag ride or die. Um, <laughs> that Why would you say that unless they were super broken up and he was starting to play the field? Or she cheated on not him that and that he ex- was bitter. Not that it excuses that. No. It's still a shitty thing to say, but it would make more sense. I don't think either of them cheated. Yeah. I, I think that they're trying to lead us to believe that. Why don't I remember this scene with Joey telling Marcel to stop fucking so loud? I remember it. I don't remember it at all. Was it a bonus scene? I really don't. I'm really concerned about that. We know we now know how much all these people have sex. Um, They all are fucking all the time. We have quantitative numbers. (laughs) 38 times. Do you believe the Angela 38 times? Yes, I do. You do? Because I think that she's the type of person that would count. Because I feel she, like she's lying. I feel like she, she wants to get some. her taxpaying right money's worth out of this trip. <laughs> I feel like to she, lie I feel like they banged like 18 times and she just like tacked on 20. She tripled it. Yeah. For funsies. For funsies. I don't know. Um, who else <sighs> talked about their banging? Um, Juliana horrified by the limo porn oh. joke. Oh, that was gross to relive. It was so, It so was tacky. just as bad the second time. Oh, it was so cringy. F- actually far worse in front of a bunch of strangers. What's Robert and Annie? Robert's like, go to get creative. Got a bang in the shower or on the couch. I'm like, I am never coming to your house and sitting on the couch. Essentially, he confirmed that they fuck everywhere but the bed. Would you? I would not enjoy that. Which is that. the one place that I wouldn't sit if I was a guest in their home. <laughs> I just like, I wouldn't enjoy like being forced to take a shower so I could bang. Shower sex is not good sex after you're like 20. Thank you. Why does everybody think it is? Porn. Water is not a lubricant. It's just because of porn. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. I don't know. It's very uncomfortable. Um, Who else talked? Well, Jasmine did not talk about her sex definitively because she (laughs) is not comfortable. And Sinjin and Tanya, we already know about the sex Armpits, et cetera. Emily and and (laughs) Sasha didn't chime in either, did they? No, they did not. I seriously gagged when she was talking about twirling his armpit hair and sniffing. Really? Didn't bother me. It, I'm not know. grossed out about that stuff. There's something about it that bugs me. Whatever. You do you, Tanya. Um, it, no, bu- bugs oh. me in the gag reflex way, not the, oh, that's right. amoral or something. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't get, I don't know. Did you see Blake's face in the background when <laughs> Angelo said that they fucked 38 times? He was like, Whoa! he had Pikachu face <laughs> yes, he did. for sure. <laughs> it was great. Marcel talking about sex. This is a sacred thing. Anna, we fucked when they went to school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, I hope your parents watch this one. How did you feel when Marcel like, First off, Max gave some, threw some major shade at them, but we'll talk. So great. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Oh, though. there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack. Um, but Anna like insists that Marcel speaks good English, and he shows it off, and he's like, "Where are you from? Hello. Where how is are, bathroom? How are you? Hello. Are you Crip or Blood? 
just like, I'm like, if this is you showing off your excellent English, she's like, it's not as bad as it looks. I'm like, it's fucking as bad as it looks, Anna. I'd be willing to believe that they got a bad edit on the translation if he showed any aptitude whatsoever on the tell-all. To be fair. He just hides behind her creepily. He does. It's weird. I think he like really loves her though. Doesn't he seem, but it's more like I mean, a, he, he, a child sh- clings to their mother. Yeah. And less of like a romantic. I mean, I'm sure he loves thing. her, but it's <sighs> village idiot confirmed. This is the thing though. Maybe his English is on par, like his Turkish. He speaks at probably a second grade level. Would you say? So I mean, oh, well, I, I wouldn't say, but people online that speak actual Turkish have said, right? Well, I mean, we can see the translation. Yeah. It's pretty basic. Yeah, it's true. So I think his just language in general is not very complex. Well, we transition over to the Tanya show. Oh, God. Wait, can we finish up a couple things about oh, Marcel and Anna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey gets really upset that Leo calls Marcel Baba, or I think it's Baba. Maybe I wrote that down wrong. Father in Turkish. What do you think about like Leo? Leo's language skills have definitely like do you think it's a risk that Leo's language skills are going to go down as a result of talking to Marcel and such basic English and listening to Anna speak to him, speak down to him. Yes. He's old enough now where I don't think that's going to be a problem, but I don't know. I'm not a speech pathologist. No, me neither. I I just, I don't think so. I think he's probably bringing himself down to Marcel's level consciously. And that doesn't necessarily mean his speech is degrading though. Okay, I hope not. I'm just worried about little Leo. Do you think Joey's justified in not liking him to call Marcel father? It's an emotional reaction that's understandable. But Leo's little. I feel like yeah. if Marcel's like a nice dude, he, he's he, fine. I mean, right? re- remember uh, what da- the sweet, sweet Daniel? Oh, I'm still so sad. Sweet, sweet Daniel, roll. I'd rather and I don't. Broken off. I'd rather have a real, real dum dum as a dad than a fridge stealer. <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> um, also, like Marcel wants a baby. <sighs> well, you figured he probably would, but Jesus. And Anna said she must have. I'm guessing wildly here that Anna's had a hysterectomy because she says that she needs a surrogate to make a baby. Just like I, this may be my ignorance, but aren't surrogates like a fuck ton of money? Like that's something that like Kim Kardashian does. <laughs> like I, is that something that Anna can afford? Like a middle-class person can afford? I, I literally thought surrogates started at like 30 grand. I, I think it's between 20 and 50. Jesus. Yeah. I just, she talks about it so nonchalantly. Like, well, I just have to get a surrogate. They're illegal in Turkey, but we could get one. I'm like, how? I'll just sell some more soap. How good is the fucking honey business? Is this something I need to get into? Seriously. Like, damn. Maybe they're parlaying for HEA, and that's what they're going to spend the money on. And don't, I guess, if you have a surrogate too, you have to like do the whole like other fertility treatments. So it's... I think so. Like, because she's got to get an egg out of herself, yeah. right? She's got to fire an egg out. I mean, this is this is a very expensive ordeal. It just blows my mind. She I talks got about one it. good egg. <laughs> oh, I think Anna has more than one. She probably has a lot. Yeah, she's young. She's in her thirties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, Sinja, Sinjin, and I just said Sinia, Sinjin and Tanya. Well, Tanya and Robert get into it immediately, and I think that Tanya. 
Overall, I feel like Tanya handled herself as well as she could have, given all of her cho- the choices that she's made. She still clearly thinks mostly about herself. Some of the things she said were super obviously selfish and gross and weird, but I think that she's right. Like, why the fuck is Robert throwing stones here? Do not come at me. I'm about to say something that people may lose their minds about. Cause all I saw was like people making comments and the Facebook threads and Instagram. I hate Tanya. I hate Tanya. I hate her less after this tell all. She handled herself well, as well as she could think about how Lita handled yeah. herself when she got massive amounts of hate she on just, social media. She just cried a lot. She was horrible. She was, I had zero empathy or sympathy for Lita ever with Tanya. When Robert came at her, she did not bite. She's like, you, you motherfucker, you knew her for eight hours. Don't fucking talk to me. We knew each other for nine months at least. And she's like, I'm not judging. And then, but she, she wasn't mean about it. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't mean about it though. Right. I, I agree with you, but not in terms of hating Tanya less, but not because Tanya did anything really like good. No. I, thought, I thought she had herself fine. I think I hate Tanya a little bit less because I am now more convinced than ever that Sinjin got a dope edit. I totally agree 100%. And that is the biggest takeaway for me from this tell-all that I do understand a little bit where Tanya is coming from and that Sinjin hasn't worked since February of 2018. And I get it. He worked in the mines for seven years, but that would have been, he said he started at 17. That puts him at about 23 when he quit the mines. And how old is he now? 30 something. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, get a job at home Depot. Like you think that like, I think one working at home Depot is comparable to being in the fucking mines. Get over yourself. Like you, you have to work again at some point. They give you healthcare. Yeah. Um, I do. There is an open question though, to be fair, there is an open question about how long he's been actually eligible to work. If he is at all. That's a good point. They didn't even touch on that. Tanya never said, you had your work permit for the last three months and you've done nothing. Like the, Andre style. Right. Yeah. We don't have that level of detail, but she did say something about volunteering, which, you know, fine. If I volunteer, if I said I was going to volunteer to my wife and I didn't do it, that's not a reason to say you're not making any money. That that doesn't make sense. But it, it fits a pattern, right? And him saying, I'm only going to work if it's something I love that is, um, that's a position you can take in socialist countries. You can't do that here. It's a position of privilege. It's a position of privilege. Yeah, like only independently wealthy people and like people in Finland can people do that. People with social like, safety nets yeah. can do that. And, and your parents still probably have to have money sure. to support you. And we, everybody raced to disparage Jasmine for saying pretty much the exact same freaking thing. So now I don't have a problem with the philosophy behind it. And I'll say the same thing about Jasmine wanting to love what you do. Everyone says that that's an Amer. that's like an Amer. that's a platitude that we tell ourselves to make it, make it hurt a little bit less that we're not doing what we love in our shit job. Right. Mm-hmm. But so, so I don't have a problem with the words. It's just the fact that 
in American culture, and I'm not saying this is right, but it's also it's it, it's a cultural thing, but it's also just the reality. You have to build your way up to that. Yeah, not all of us have the. It, it is a privilege to go to a job that you absolutely love. And even if you have a job you like, you're not going to love it 100% of the time. Yeah, maybe 55%. And and also, the vast majority of people that say they love their job, they went to college and got to choose what they wanted to do because their parents had the money to support them yeah. to help them yep. get there. So even loving what you do, in even in America, once you've worked your ass off to get them, I'm not saying it's not hard to get a job that you love, but... It still comes from you, a place of privilege. You probably had a help along the way. Mm-hmm. And so I this this attitude stems I think from the right place. But I think it, is... it stems from the minds and I get that. And that's that would be amazing if it was just tweaked just a little bit. Like why can't he get a bartending job for a couple months while he fucking reads the fireman manual? I don't know what you do. So does does he expect somebody else to work a job that they don't like? to support his not wanting to have a job that he doesn't like. That's where the problem is. Yeah, it's a good question. It's like somebody's got to work to put food on the table. So does Tanya have to work a job that she hates because you refuse to do so? And it, and, and Tanya didn't say as such. And look, I know Tanya did some terrible, heinous things during this season that cannot be taken I back. I told you to learn woodworking, you fucking asshole. <laughs> but... I'm just saying that like Sinjin doesn't want to work just like Jasmine doesn't want to work just like Andre doesn't want to work and we hate Andre and we hate Jasmine. Well, Jasmine's different. Jasmine's a little bit different only because she just straight up doesn't want to work in general. She's going to do social media though. She's going to do social media sometimes. (laughs) Sinjin at least professes the desire and, and Andre to do something. It just has to be the exact perfect thing that checks all of their boxes. Which you're never going to find. You could, but It's just an easy way to deflect like ever getting a job. I'm sorry. I think he has genuine trauma that he needs to work through. The solution is not to fucking throw up your hands and YOLO it and learn woodworking. It's to go to therapy. I agree. I agree, but I just, he has had a job since the mines. He tended bar. He talks about it. So like get a bartending job, you know, or learn woodworking a little bit. But I think Tanya's point is like, take some steps towards one of these plans so that you can see some progress, which he has not done. Step one. Like do something. Yeah. Do something, anything. anything. This opera singing, was this a joke or was this for real? reactions among the cast were mixed i cackled so hard out loud i think it was i think it was real oh that is a concern is opera you just don't yelling just is it just yelling singer is it just yelling <laughs> i don't know i'm worried it's, i feel like it's the same i mean, i wonder if sinjin thinks that it's um like that movie Invincible where the guy like tries out for the fil- for the football team and he gets on the team and he's just like a schlub. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works with opera either. I don't think so. I don't think you can just tr- go to show up to a tryout. The other thing we have with Sinchin and Tanya is like there is a huge freaking mismatch here with this baby timeline. And this is not. How old is Tanya? Is she 32? Remind me. 32, 33? Ballpark, yeah. Um, they need to figure this out. And like, if I do, again, 
I'm not saying Tanya was right this season. She did shitty things this engine. She was selfish and mean. But I do empathize with her a little bit being in her early 30s and like being with a yeah. guy that's not sure he wants to have kids. And she's like, especially because she wants to have multiple. She wants to have multiple kids. And she's just a realist in that regard. And he he's not giving her any definitive answer, which is scary. I found it interesting that he essentially admitted one of the reasons why he doesn't want to have a kid now is because he'll be forced to work if he does. <laughs> that's, he's basically, that's a lot of dedication to not working. He basically said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. He's dedicated to not working. He and Jasmine should maybe just like go move to Finland and hang out there. That would be a better place for them. Now, their excuse is what we've heard a million times, which was, well, it was either married or get deported but I feel like they've been together for two years. It's not like they keep saying we just had 90 days. I'm like, you didn't. You were together for a long ass time. And the 90 day visa is not to figure this shit out. It's yeah. You figure it out beforehand. And I guess my question now is like, when is a decision going to be made? It doesn't seem no, there's nothing that points to anything changing. I think they're going to punt, punt, punt divorce. I think she needs to freeze her eggs. I think it would give her some peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm, this worries me because I feel like they're both going to end up so bitter and have contempt for each other. And they do seem to really love each other. Do they not? I think they're into each other. But I also wonder, I also wonder if it's still the infatuation period. When she was crying and she's like, I don't need anybody else to understand me. I just need him to understand me. And he does. And she kind of, he kind of grabbed her and kissed her. I was like, that's a genuine response. Like it felt real to me. I don't know. I do feel like there's real love between them. But, I feel like she's selfish and bad. But also remember, we've we've talked about this before with a couple other couples like Eric and Lita, where there is this um, response to global social media hatred, which is to pull together in the face of this online attack, like backlash. And I wonder if they're still in that us against the world mode because that, that I think will bring them together temporarily. But once the spotlight's off, I don't think it gets real, real until people forget that they exist and we'll see what happens when they're just living together and the spotlight isn't on them. Corey and Evelyn, we kind of saw that too. Like they kind of came together. People really hated Evelyn. Yeah. Um, too. I think it was a similar situation. Corey kind of got the if there's anyone dumb, at, dumb, ho-hum edit. If there's any one of these idiots that's going to be on HEA, it's going to be them, though. Oh, Tanya and Sinjin? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. People, they created a ton of buzz. People love to hate Tanya. They love to love Sinjin. And again, I'm not saying that I'm pro-Tanya now. I'm just saying that like this tell-all, I think, put her in a slightly different light. Soulmate Gate came back. This is the dumbest conversation. It's so dumb. She tries to explain herself. I was kind of team Tanya in this situation. Robert's coming at her like, soulmate means, I'm like, how many kids do you have with how many different fucking soulmates, Robert? Like, shut up. I wasn't team Tanya because she essentially starts talking about how, well, maybe you can have multiple soulmates, but just not him. <laughs> yeah. That's, it doesn't it's excuse stupid. what she said on the show, which was like, I do know what my definition of a soulmate is, but you're not it. And again, I don't think that's a reason to hate Tanya. Maybe don't get married, but it's just because I don't think soulmates are a thing. So this is an argument about nothing to me, but 
it always bothers me when people say shit that is so obviously going to hurt the feelings of their partner. That's why it was irritating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe, I mean, Kyle and I have talked about this many times. Maybe it was on Patreon, but we don't believe in soulmates either. Are we bad people? I don't have a soul. (laughs) So (laughs) hail Satan. Are you ready to watch part two? Let's take a break. Okay. We joke a lot about toting eggs on this show, but how much do you really know about fertility and about your fertility specifically? Are you curious about how many eggs you're toting? As a woman of childbearing age, I can tell you that fertility testing at a doctor is very expensive and complicated. I've done it. It was a huge hassle. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a super simple finger prick. I did it, guys, and I swear even Corey could do it. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing at the doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility costs only $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash cray right now, you can get $20 off your test, making it only $139. Also, if you have an HSA or an FSA, you probably just got those topped off since it's the beginning of the year. You can also use those dollars on Modern Fertility, which means you'd pay nothing out of pocket. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every hormone means, and you can talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. And the fertility nurses are actually a delight at Modern Fertility to talk to. If you want kids today, or maybe just one day, you'll need information to make the decision that's best for you. What I'm saying, ladies, is that Angela should have ordered a modern fertility test to figure out if she only really has one egg left. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray That means your test will only be $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray That's modernfertility.com slash cray I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. All right, we just got done watching the last hour of the tell-all. That I, was not what I expected. I'm confused. <laughs> a lot to unpack, but we'll get to it. Well, but we actually maybe will. we will. Maybe yeah. we will. Robert Nanny. Did they even have a segment just devoted to them? Oh yeah, I guess they did. Oh yeah. No, the there's a lot here. Porn granny. Porn granny. I is disgusting. <laughs> this got real dark. What the hell? was Robert talking about when he like was homeless for two months and he stayed with friends and then his family who I'm assuming means porn granny said like bring Bryce into Atlanta. You can stay with us or something. Did you understand this story at all? Sean Robinson does not get any clarification. It's irritating. There was a lot of crosstalk and yelling. My understanding. The texts is the texts is right. The, the, what I came away with, my understanding, maybe this is wrong. What I came away with was he had an apartment fire before he met Annie. Fire? And there was an apartment fire. Oh, I didn't hear that part. That Jeez. was definitely there. There okay. was an apartment fire. And then he was homeless for a couple of months while shit was getting worked out, which also makes no sense. One of the reasons, I, I don't know. Uh, he, he must have been getting... Maybe he didn't have renter's insurance. I don't know. What I came away with it was is that he reached out to people to help him and he never got one ounce of support from Stephanie when he needed it the most. And that's why he was pissed off. 
But okay. it seems like it happened a long time ago. It was hard. No, he said, I thought he said, yeah, no. It was definitely before he met Annie. You're right. He said it was for two months, but he doesn't specify the time period. But Bryson was in the picture, so we know yes. it's within the last few years. And he, it seems like he felt that they did nothing for him, he and Bryson, when he actually needed their help. And it sounds like Ben sent some threatening text messages with Ben does not want to talk about because he literally hangs up to avoid talking about it, which is sketchy as fuck, that's if a, you ask me. That's a bad look. That is not good. There's some sketchy shit happening there. Someone posted Ben's mugshot to the Facebook group today. When was he arrested? Was it Because re- a lot no of these details. mugshots are from like freaking 10 years ago. Looks about you know? 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. But he well, looks pretty much the same. Yeah. But I'm just saying yeah. it wasn't recent. That I'm, not like I don't care. I mean, obviously, if he murdered somebody, that's awful. But it's probably a freaking DUI. And all these people, literally everybody on this show has been arrested for a freaking DUI at some point. Literally everyone in Libby's family. Yeah. <laughs> and she has 10 siblings. She has a lot of siblings and most of them have been arrested for at least one DUI. Uh, I took Annie to Goodwill to test her out to see if she was all about money. I'm like, so she failed that test. That's, so what was the result? Because she was not yeah, okay with first it. First of all, it seems like she failed. Second, that's what adults do. <laughs> If somebody else did that to their lover, Robert would have been all over them like, that's not right. Annie doesn't even really flinch when he says no, that, does she? <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, This whole attitude that porn granny was trying to pitch about if, if she has a kid, it's a zero-sum game when it comes to Bryson and obviously his life is going to get worse. So essentially anyone that has a sibling just got fucked over. Now I get her, her point I think more is Robert has zero (laughs) dollars. And so it must automatically mean Bryson's going to get fucked over. But I don't think that. And Annie also is going to work. I'm just glad that the parents of, Robert's other children didn't have the same attitude as porn granny because Bryson's the most recent kid. Yeah. It's messed up. It's a um, weird attitude. Yeah, it really is. Uh, anything? I want to save Mike and Natalie for last, so I want to talk about Michael and Juliana next. Let's move on because there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, Michael and Juliana. Juliana looks... Great. That the color only this is, is this was the on only her. comedy to me. Yeah, this is the only like fun part. I mean, besides a family drama with Juliana's family, where yeah, I it guess sounds that's sad. that was sad. And I we this isn't super surprising to me. I, she's in a tough spot. Her family basically thinks she's rich and can provide everything that they want and need. And you know, Juliana tries, but then when she says she can't, they call her a bitch. And so she's not in contact with them right now. And that just it's sad. I empathize with her. It's it sucks. I, I'm assuming that the credit card car is the one that her sister is using. And as she's an Uber. paying for their house in Brazil, which too. is insane. We know how much houses can cost in Brazil. We do. <laughs> Pull. Oh renting yeah, an apartment. <laughs> we do. We went rental shopping for with way them, too we? much money. Yeah, those I feel like were the foreigner price. He got white guy price. Yeah, yeah. he did. Um, Sarah shows up and she's not wearing like any makeup and there were so many mean comments online and I'm like, I respect her again. She's being her. Sarah is not a woman to wear a lot of makeup. We have seen that all season and she looks great and like stop hating and being mean. 
always talking about people being authentic, but then when people are authentic, it's not like good enough. I don't understand. This she's, whole, she's like, you know, Sarah reminds me of is Chelsea of Chelsea and Ymir. Yeah. I think she's a little hippie. I think her, I think Chelsea and Sarah would be great. She friends. even has some of the same mannerisms. She really does. She kind of like, I don't know. There's something about her. Can we all agree that Michael definitely was cheating on her? Yes. Yeah. He just didn't get caught. He called an emotional infidelity, which is worse. Way worse. I guess it depends. I mean, when he says, okay, so the question was, was there infidelity? The answer, not before divorce was filed. Sarah says, well, it depends on how you define it. So I feel like he was chatting with people and then after the divorce was filed, he banged them. I think he was dancing around. Well, for one thing, I... 100% 100% believe that he was cheating on her. He just didn't Physically get, and emotionally. Yeah, he just didn't get caught. She has no proof. Probably. So he can admit... I, I think that for most people, for, for the, the national television audience, it's more <laughs> comfortable for him to admit that he was just having emotions. He, he essentially tried to get away with... I was having... I was flirting and I was having emotions for other people, but I didn't cheat. Like, that's the red line to him. And so he said he's more comfortable saying that. But the I think the reality is is that he's on yachts and he's partying and he's banging fucking wine chicks, and he just didn't get caught. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, you think the, he banged other yacht girls. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. It makes me sad. The emotional infidelity thing. I don't know. Has there ever been anyone that's gotten divorced that didn't have a little bit of that? That's a good point. You'd yeah. rather have a Lacey and, and Jan and Yane? Like Shane that like doesn't let some girl hit on him and he doesn't even remember banging her. Yeah. Would you rather, you'd rather oh, have that. Oh, it's both so cringy to think about. But like when you. Because one involves STDs and yeah, the other one. The other involves like feelings like you're. Yeah. Yeah. I That's for me. That's harder. I think. Ugh, syphilis is also real bad. <laughs> um, Max and Cece come on stage and. Um, it was like, God, dad, <laughs> this fucking guy. I, I mean, oh, my God. Max comes out in pajamas and he starts shaking everyone's hands. It's great. I died. It's great. This fucking kid is he's great. He's going to be the next wolf of Wall Street. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> this kid's going to be a day trader. He's got seven years left. He's he's. Oh my god, he's gonna—he's either gonna be Wolf of Wall Street day t- trader, or he's gonna be a Fortnite god. Okay, you heard it here first. Hot take. <laughs> um, Cece is so sweet. She's like completely mortified. She's dressed like she's ready for a wedding or a cocktail party. What was Max's advice to the rest of the couple? Learn how to communicate. Google Brazil before you marry a Brazilian. Bam! (laughs) Then he looks at Marcel and he's like, no offense. And Marcel's like, I don't understand what you just said. So no offense taken. Devastated. Devastated. Your entire relationship. (laughs) Um, Why does everyone... Overall question, tangent. Why does everyone... And I have my own opinion, but why does everyone want Mike and Natalie to work out so hard? I don't know. 
know because I think again I think Sean Robinson was told to sell Mike and Natalie because they're unhappily ever after and I feel like they good. don't have a whole mm, lot else good tinfoil I like it even they Cece. Who else do they have? Even Cece. That was a cute interaction between Cece and Natalie. Yeah. I think it was just like us. We wanted them to work out too. Yeah. I don't know. Max Max says he likes Sinjin and Tanya, which was so weird to me. Tanya seems completely caught off guard. She's like, what? You, you do? like me? Nobody Jesus, likes me. Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. It's telling that all adults don't like don't like them. Only only a child could look at Tanya and Sinjin and find happiness. I know. Should we run through uh, Michael and Angela and then we can get deep into the bombshell? So, sorry, I'm just flipping through all my notes because there are so many. Michael and Angela. So we didn't get anything of Angela night one, really. Um, and then we recap the Angela and Michael um, crying over the visa denial. There was a lot more crying than was shown. I feel like we got kind of a bonus scene with we this. Got, and the, I don't remember that Skyla scene at Me all. Me neither. I don't either. Um, Michael of Michael and Juliana tries to be really sympathetic, which surprised me. It, it The cast was very cordial with... Um, Angela. They were terrified. Yeah, I think so too. They're like, I don't want to get hit. Nobody so. said, did you notice? Absolutely nobody said a goddamn word to her. They only talked to Michael or just kind of generally. You're right. Yeah. So I love that Angela mentioned that she called her senator about and her, the, and the visa governor. <laughs> and the governor. I was like, I would love to hear that voicemail. Can that's, I please get the tape for that? Because that's, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I so yeah Angela still thinks the interview was bad and it was partly Michael's fault well um, she coached him to show emotions, to show emotions so that's why this was a disaster Natalie is taken because she's crying full out and Natalie's really sympathizes with Angela and then we get Michael's bros now this was hilarious these goofballs I I think they're hilarious they're like look we are just being direct and telling it how it is. Angela is a little trashy and oh. she is gets around, starts roaming around the freaking stage. She's like a fucking tiger prowling <laughs> around. She really is. It's so funny. I was a little bit disappointed that Angela didn't give Michael more props for the way that he handled that situation. Yeah, that's true. Cause Michael, you know, throws a glass, hits one of them in the face, not hits him in the face, but kind of knocks his glasses off. It, which there was, those glasses are expensive. And, you better not yeah. break my glasses. And it was horrifying. Unambiguous. He did absolutely nothing that could have possibly set her off. Right. Totally agree. He was 100% team Angie. And she didn't even like turn and say, that'll do Michael. That'll do. Yeah, she didn't she give just, him any praise. She just immediately starts screaming at the goofballs. And then she's like, I'm the classiest, trashiest bitch you'll ever meet. I'm like, didn't you just confirm what they just said? <laughs> I don't I, understand how that's a comeback. I also, what does that mean, the trashy, classiest, trashiest? Trashy must be a very complicated insult to Angela. Do you know so. what I mean? I think because she clearly takes pride in in, in some ways, but it's like, you aren't allowed to say that to me. I can right. only say that about myself type thing. Right. Yeah. And then Robert comes to Michael's defense. Like, 
they dissed your lady. I'm like, who's a lady here? They're I- hating. <laughs> Robert gives more props to Michael than Angela does. Yeah, he does. I and then know. some. did you hear someone dropped a joke? I don't remember who it was. Someone said, they're soulmates. And then, <laughs> I didn't hear yeah, that. and then I everyone was, that. and then a bunch of people started cracking up. It was Tanya Bird. I think it was Anna whose face is just like horrified during this entire spectacle. Yeah. Like you can see her kind of rolling her eyes a little. Marcel hiding behind her. Yes, Marcel does hide behind her. Um, any anything else that we didn't actually get a ton of. Angela and Mike. I mean, she demands that the goofballs be taken off the screen, or Michael's going to hang up too. And but then when he comes back, and they nothing else is really said. They're just cracking up the entire time because this must be the most absurd thing they've ever seen. It's and hilarious. They they clearly don't give a shit about Michael's feelings anymore. No, he's if, already if basically assume, made it known that they're not going to be friends. If if we assume that Michael is sincere, which, good God, thirty eight times, um. If the I really fucking, hope so. That's a lot of work. If the fucking guy is just here for a green card, give him the SAG award. Give him give him the Oscar now. Something. Just good lord. It's a lot. This is commitment. <laughs> All right. All right. Last aliens. couple. Aliens. I wish that he had sold the aliens a little bit harder. He didn't come. He didn't come off like really well researched about the aliens. I didn't hear a good argument. I heard stoner thoughts. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? I mean, I, mm. I just, I love Aunt, First of all, Annie's reaction to the aliens talk. So fucking funny. Aliens are weird. What are you talking about? One thing that we, that I forgot to mention my favorite part of the tell-all where I cracked up the most was when they showed Annie's face while they were giving Juliana's home tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, she was like, oh, it's so big. What the fuck? She's like, I what the fuck, Robert? Bedroom. What the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the beginning of this was just rehash, and they talked about religion and... Sasha same old, same old. Sasha strangely tries to agree with Mike by saying I got divorced a bunch so don't it be like me. It didn't make any freaking sense. I, I think he was trying to say don't try to change him. I think so. So is he it, saying that he's an asshole and his wife's wives tried to change him and he didn't want to so he divorced and left his kids in Russia? Basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't end up like me. Um, Natalie describes a relationship as on hold, but as being, ex- they are both playing super coy about like the reason behind this. I and appreciated that Sean Robinson did not let her wiggle away. This from- is what we want from Sean Robinson. Yeah. She tried to get the truth. She, she didn't let it go. Um, I mean, we come back to them twice, right? Uh, her visa, Natalie's visa has not been canceled. It's still in progress as he says. And, Sean Robinson opens up with just the fun. She's like, now, Mike, you don't believe in God, but you do believe in aliens. Tell us about that. (laughs) Annie, what do you think? And Annie's like, I don't know anything about aliens. She clearly was trying to make him look foolish. Yeah, she was. The thing is, that is not an, a controversial opinion. No, at not least at all. in the United States, I don't think so either. I think, it's also not offensive, right? I think like eighty percent of people believe that aliens 
are a thing that is out there. Totally. And but again, Mike's like, well, I just they think there's aliens. Why? <laughs> I don't. I I sincerely don't think that aliens are on Mike's mind every single day of his life. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think it's just it's just a, a fact to him, and he just. I don't think that he and Bojangles are sitting there talking about it. Maybe, maybe Bojangles would talk about aliens all day. Maybe. I just feel like he's not thinking about it a ton. It's just a belief that he has. I don't know. I know a lot of people that are like, yeah, the universe is really big. There's probably other life. I don't think it's that weird. I don't know. Now, what could be considered a more fringe opinion is he, he intimates that we have been visited. Yes. And that is why religion exists, which a little bit of a hot take there, Mike, but that is less well, I think accepted. Um, That's, that's straight from ancient aliens. (laughs) So then we get into probably the most explosive part of the tell all, which I saved for the very end, very expertly. Let's talk. Let's talk. Natalie admits her mistake when she, you know, was on camera in the infamous scene where she's like, I don't love him. And Mike says, that's a wrap and gets up. Time to hit the dusty trail. And there's clearly something that has happened. And Natalie's like, I said, I wouldn't talk about it. Or we, did she, she says something along the lines of like, we agreed not to talk about it. Right. They're, they're saying they're staying mom regardless. And Angela's like, guys, you got to tell us what happened. Like the whole cast, like everyone takes over and she's like, tell us yes or no. Do you love him? Like the whole cast is involved at this point. And, and she's and Natalie is like, Mike knows what I'm talking about. He knows why I'm upset. And Mike flat out fucking lies and says, Sean Robinson says, Mike, do you know what she's talking about? And Mike says, no. He says no. And then finally, Natalie talks about betrayal. And once she says betray and betrayal, now people are interested. Did he cheat? This is what you're implying. And... Who breaks first? I think it's Natalie. It's like, fine, I'll talk about it. Do you really... Um, I don't... We just watched this, so it hasn't really sunk in that much. We haven't read other people's opinions or I haven't really thought about it that much. Because it happened a year before they filmed... A year you, before they filmed this tell-all. Okay. Because it happened a year ago. It happened before they saw each other in Ukraine, which we saw. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think that he was straight up like he had what she he knew she was talking about in his head and then he chose to lie about it? Or do you think because it did happen a year ago and so much has happened since then that he really wasn't completely sure? No, I think that they have literally about. talked about this ad nauseum. Like, they probably I feel have. like she has brought this up time and time and time again. Like, this is the reason they're fighting. He knows this. Mm-hmm. And it clearly came back up in Ukraine, and that's what they were fighting about. And they didn't catch it on camera. And that's what led to her giving back the ring, because, like, he won't apologize for it or something. I don't right. know. So let's explain, like, what do, what do we even, like, let's put together what we think even happened. Mike says it's a really good friend of his who is a girl who he grew up with. Um, and she was getting married. She asked him to be her, 
maid of honor, but best man, right? Apparently they're best friends or she doesn't have anybody else to be her maid of honor. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't remember him saying that. He just was there. I remember him saying that she asked him to be like in like her matron of honor, her man of honor. Don't remember that, but okay. okay. Either way, it, Either doesn't, way. it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. He's going over to her house the night before the wedding and the friend and my, there was a lot, there's a lot of chatter here. So if we get details wrong, I'm sorry. Right. It's just, there's so much going on. We had, Mike thought that the, the fiance, the husband to be the next day was going to be there as well. Uh-huh. And instead he was with his men, his groomsmen and she, only the woman, his friend was there. And Natalie is mad that he spent the night with this couch. woman allegedly on the couch with nobody else in the house. If that is what happened, what do you think about that? If that is the only thing that happened, Mm -hmm. I could understand cultural differences causing her to be upset about that. It bothers me 0%. I'm the same. I, and I also have a really hard time. It stretches credibility to me that he would just tell her that if something bad happened. Tell her what? That he was even there at all. Why would he even tell her? That's a good point. Yeah. Like he you just, figure he, it I, would be I very her easy wedding. for him to just not say anything. I went to her wedding and I was at a fucking hotel. Yeah. Done. Like over. Or I think maybe what spurned this on is she called him and he picked up and he was at her house. And he's like, oh, I'm at so-and-so's house. But then why would he... Why would he say, oh, yeah, her husband wasn't even here? He wouldn't just say why that. Why would he bring that up? He would there say, had yeah, to be a reason. fucking Joe's upstairs asleep right now. And that's why Natalie then goes in, and we don't get the details about this, but it sounds like either the friend or her husband called Natalie to say that something had happened. That's not what I gathered. What did you gather? What? That's what it sounded like to me. She was like, yeah. Okay, maybe that in of itself, but then somebody called me and told me. Bah, bah, bah. Okay, what I gathered was that they were talking. Natalie and Mike were talking. Yes, and then it was her house, so she came downstairs or whatever, saw that they were fighting about this particular situation. She was yelling at him that mm-hmm. he stayed there. Mm-hmm. If I was that person, who someone was essentially saying, you just fucked someone the night before their wedding. If I was that woman, his friend, I would have been pissed. Yeah. And it sounds like, from what I understood, they got, they were, Mike and Natalie were originally talking. She ent- entered into the conversation and they started screaming at each other because that is understandably an offensive thing to say. Yeah, like you're accusing me of cheating on my husband to be the night before my wedding. That's pretty messed With, up. Yeah. With my best friend I've known since I was like 10 years old. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. Who the fuck Who the fuck are you? You're not going to yeah. get... Like, you guys aren't getting married if this is what you think. I think that's a totally reasonable thing to, yeah. to say to Natalie. I do think that it's a cultural difference, though. I think in the States, it's not a big yeah. deal for us to have mixed-gendered friends, right? And, and, you know, depending on how old you are and where you are in your life, if you're not married and living together in the same house... They don't live together. They're in different countries. Who we don't even know where this wedding was. Maybe it was far away. If they're yeah. if they're really literally best friends that have known each other, they've probably slept in a in the fucking Bojangles barn. Yeah, you know what? Totally. It's, it's not even if if they're if they have that like kind of brother sister grew up together thing. It may it 
let me put it this way. I sincerely doubt that it even occurred to Mike that this would bother her. That's a good point. I just think like when I started dating my husband, I had a, a guy roommate. Now, let's be clear about one thing. We're operating on the information we have. Right. Natalie seems to intimate that there's more that we don't know. Big surprise. We're going to have to watch to find out. But guess what? We also know that there's, spoiler alert, they're still fucking together. She's here. Yeah, she's here. We don't know what kind of relationship they have. True. But she's here. They're trying to work on it. I just. There's something that I don't trust about Mike, though, because he lied. He literally was like, I don't know what I don't know what she's upset about. Well, he fucking knew what she's upset about. Is it a lie? I, I, I'm going to put a flag down and say, yes, he was not telling the truth. But lying, I think, is going a little too far because I really think they, as, as you said, I think they had an agreement to not talk about this. Mm. And she's the one that broke it. Now, that doesn't mean Natalie is wrong here for bringing it up. Everyone's pressuring her and it's a tell all. They're going to talk. They're going to talk about stuff. But they didn't talk about it when she was in Ukraine. They could have. It seems like an obvious thing to she bring up. She and Mike talked about it when they were yeah, in Ukraine. They, they didn't film it. They made a decision to not talk about it on camera. Mike was honoring that agreement. That's a thought I have. I'm not sure if I completely emotionally buy it myself. But do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. I just, I do, I do think it's very strange that Natalie's excuse for like trying to push him towards God is because... He cheated on her in her mind. That's and horse, like, That's fucking horseshit. I, um, I think the reason that Natalie pivoted to talk about it is because just look at what look look at how she manipulated Robert. Yeah. He was going all in, like, yes or no. Do you love him? Then she says, Well, he and he all of a sudden Robert me. even says, oh, I'm doing old. a 180 here. He's like, like, oh no, I'm with Natalie. The and they're all like, She's hurt. The entire cast was Team Mike. And, and they totally ran to Team Natalie. She, they fucking bought it hook, line, and sinker, didn't they? Yeah. I think she set this whole fucking thing up. I'm so curious about the truth. I need to know. We don't know the truth. Maybe he totally banged her. I don't know. But it seems strange to be friends with a person for over 20 years and nothing has ever happened between you. And then all of a sudden the night before one of your weddings, like, oh, now after 20 years, we decide we want to bang. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm sure like, it's happened. Maybe. But, I but don't man, know. like. It seems off. I, I think the, the best proof that nothing happened is that he just straight up told her. Like, yeah, I spent, I spent the night on the couch and what's his, what's his Joe face isn't here. And how, how are you doing, baby? Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. Because even if let's hypothesize, let's, let's He's clearly capable of lying yeah, <laughs> if he, he wants is. to. Yeah. Well, he could, even if she quote unquote, like caught him sleeping on the couch, he could be like, yeah, they're both upstairs. Like yeah. they're both here. She would have never known. Right. Yeah, God, this is a hard one. I hope we get to learn like the truth, truth, and dig in more during Happily Ever After. I want to know. I I don't think we will. And I'll tell you why. I think that because Mike is never going to admit if he cheated. Oh, that's a good point. Natalie is never going to be able to get over it. I think that they're going to have to both accept this happened and decide to move on. I think that's the only... We're going to talk about this forever. In the future of 90 days. I feel like this is the first of many times we're going to bring up the wedding night conversation. Oh, my God. 
River started the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Mike cheated with an alien. And on that note, this tell-all wasn't totally awful. Um, there were... There have been worse ones. There have been worse ones. I wouldn't call it, like, fantastic. I will say the Natalie and Mike stuff surprised me. It was interesting, at least. And it was interesting. So yeah. there's that. Um, and I'm just really excited for next week because we get to go before the 90s season four. So happy. We did a cast preview on our Patreon. Um, it was super fun. Get to learn the cast and hear our terrible predictions, which were are usually wrong. <laughs> um, so I'm going to next week, I will be here for the before the 90 day season premiere. The week after, I'm going to be drunk in Mexico. In Mexico. So, uh, we are trying to get a sub. So stay tuned. We're very close. We don't ever talk about the subs until it's actually yeah. recorded because things happen. That's why. That's why I hesitated. And I looked at you. Char- I know. I looked, looked at you at me, sharply. I, was like, ah, I don't like, know. Do, is it, do we have but a story? It'll probably be good. So. <laughs> oh. It's gonna tune be, in. It's gonna be amazing if everything works. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. There you go. And on that note, thank you everybody for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to everybody that's left us a review. It has not gone unnoticed. Such nice reviews recently. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Something you can do to support the podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. And it's so nice and it makes our day. And if you do want to spend money, support our sponsors. <laughs> support or, our sponsors or our Patreon. Yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash reality and thank you to Modern Fertility for sponsoring the episode. Seriously, if you have any curiosity about your fertility, do not learn shit from this show. <laughs> do not go to... Don't listen to Anna. Don't listen to Anna or Angela's experience in some random fertility clinic. Go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray. Get $20 off. $159 um, to learn a whole bunch. And you can even talk to a fertility nurse. It's pretty cool. I was able to do it with the sponsorship talk to you guys soon for the big premiere (gasps) so excited see you next week bye